0: everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I am your host, Dave, and today I am joined by not only good friend Nick Einsman. say hello, Nick. Oh, hello, David. <laughs> I'm also joined by author Mark Trollinger, who you might remember from our Sam the Sand Down Clown episode. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah? That
1: Sam was an excellent episode.
0: Sam was an ep- excellent episode. Um... But yeah, oh Mark, thank you so much for the books. I haven't had a chance to dive into them yet because I've been reading this book called I Know What I Saw, and it's just like a bunch of like. Uh, oh yes, I, yeah. I have so the. I've been I've been diving into that recently, trying to come up with like ideas for episodes and stuff. But I'm if you don't know, Mark, uh, you're an author. You wrote uh, Chupacabra and the Bat Rastered, and then I already forgot the other name. It's something to do with the lake monster.
2: Fuck, I'm bad at this. <laughs> yeah, the second one is about Champ. Jam. That's what it was. Yeah. Come on, man. He's a he's a home state s cryptid. You got to know. know these
0: things. You'd think I'd remember that, considering we're both from New England, and it's yeah. kind of like just what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, I really appreciate. It. Can't wait. Can't wait to dive into it. Are you working on anything right now that you can talk? You know, about?
1: I am. Um, I'm kind of taking a little break because so I finished book five in June of last year. Yeah, Um but then the the lady that does my covers I had her doing some other things so I still haven't published that book yet and I finished book six which is about the Maryland Goatman oh hell yeah I don't have a cover for that one either so I thought well maybe instead of working on another one which the next one's going to be like a solo story and it's going to be in Hawaii okay oh so the the book after that's going to be the Jersey Devil so uh, this solo story is going to be yeah, you know, one of the people have to go to Hawaii to get something that will be used in the next book. So,
0: gotcha. It's c- a can of spam. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and Nick, how you doing, buddy? You haven't been on in a while. Yeah, you know I'm doing a uh, doing good. I uh, the watch game is slowly ticking away and taking my life one by one. Now, did you All make right, that pun intentionally, piece. or was that just like a? <laughs> I have inadvertently been making time puns <laughs> over the past, like, six months without realizing it. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, like I said before we started recording, the reason why I have you two on right now will all make sense in a couple minutes. Uh, but before we get started, you guys, have you been seeing this fucking uh, this Miami Mall bullshit? Yes. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Dude.
1: I, like hundreds of cops I saw.
0: Yeah, but I hate it so... I hate that it's now aliens. I hate it so much because it's such bullshit and no one will just admit that it's bullshit.
1: Well, it off as, what, teens with sticks or something? And then it...
0: It was like a brawl tri- of like 50 to 100 kids, but they were also setting off fireworks inside the mall, which I guess some people... If you think fireworks, you're probably just thinking teenagers are, have like firecrackers. Right. But like they could have been like full-on fireworks prompting people to think that there was, like, a bomb or a terrorist attack, which in a major city would prompt a response like that.
2: <laughs> well, in a city sure. like my, yeah, I think it was, like, mortars and stuff. Like, they were just lighting yeah. off, like, the ones that go, you know, boom. But I that found That don't out, say "wayo."
0: <laughs> I found out that, like, the, the, the main reason why people think it's aliens is because some guy on TikTok was like, no, man, this isn't what happened. This is what really happened. And he went on this whole long story about how, uh, him and his girlfriend were visiting Miami for the holiday season and they were at the mall. All this shit started popping off and then he saw the 10-foot-tall shadow figure aliens or whatever. And then so everyone started basing the alien things off of that and it got to the point where the next day he had to make <laughs> another TikTok video. and be like, guys, this is me. I was trolling you. I've never even been to Miami. But no one, no one pays attention to the follow-up. It's always the initial thing that and it's just i hate it so much. <laughs> well, i saw a video of you know
1: the creature walking and you i couldn't even see anything. Yeah it, it just was, looks super blurry.
0: Yeah well apparently they cleaned up the video and it just it's three people walking side by side it's just the angle that it shot at makes it look like a really tall person if that makes sense.
1: And we never did find the Las Vegas aliens from last summer did we? No. Like remember nah. that, that,
2: No. That was I think there was like a uh I'm pretty sure I saw something suit like very, very relatively like, within the past couple of weeks of like the ship. A, a clear video of the ship, but it wasn't like a uh I don't know, it's not breaking news <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not seeing like hundreds of posts about it in any Facebook group of men. Yeah. It's all just
1: uh, Well you know, since they, since they arrived last year, we have since seen the emergence of AI, so maybe. Maybe it's a gift from the aliens.
2: (laughs) It's all possible, man. (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: All right. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you guys were following that because every time I see it on my TikTok feed, I get so upset and I hate it so much because like (laughs) there'll be someone in the comments being like, guys, this isn't real. And they're like, fuck you. This is so real. (laughs) And the only video we have is just that one shot of like the boulevard with all the cops on it. And that's it. I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry for everyone listening, if you believe in the Miami aliens. (laughs) Nick, Mark, are you ready to dive into the story? I am. All right. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. So, our story today takes place on the north shore of Nova Scotia, Canada. Nova Scotia is known for having the world's highest tides in the Bay of Fundy. It's the only place on the earth where uh, it produces tidal bay wines, which is only produced from grapes grown in Nova Scotia, and is the birthplace to Elliot Page, Alexander Graham-Bell, and Rocky Johnson, who was a professional wrestler and father to the greatest to ever do it, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But something, or should I say someone else called Nova Scotia home for a brief moment in time, sometime in the late 90s, possibly early 2000s. I couldn't get a real date of when this happened, uh, mostly because all of this information that I'm gonna that I'm going off of, uh I got from one source and that source was a listener email that was sent into the Kryptonaut podcast which I'll give full credit for this episode uh basically because this is all the information I'm getting is from that Are you guys ready? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> so, the story goes that a man named Luke uh, and working only off of his memory recalls that when he was about five years old, uh, he was visiting with his gra- he was visiting his grandparents' house in the Northern shore of Nova Scotia. He was playing around in the backyard. He climbed up on top of a large boulder that had been dug out some time ago to make room for like a decorative pond that had been, had been installed in their yard. Uh, but by the, by this time, the pond, he said, wasn't really kept up with, uh, <laughs> he said, except to like just entertain him, which I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means like he swam in it or if he was just like throwing rocks in it, but either way, the pond I'm picturing in my head is disgusting. So I really hope he's not swimming in it.
2: (laughs) Maybe he just likes looking at it. Like I get entertained by just looking at bodies of water.
0: Yeah, true, I guess. It feels like a koi pond and maybe has some like nice. Like a reflection pond? I guess, but it's not used. So it's just, to me, it's just fucking scummy.
1: (laughs) It's like Walden Pond and he's reflecting on life. (laughs) <laughs> Do we know how old how old Luke is now?
0: Like, uh, he's in his like he said he was like in his like mid to late thirties. no
1: oh, Okay. So, yeah. So he had he said he's five years early. old.
0: Yeah. But either way, Luke says at this point he watched his grandfather head inside the house, leaving Luke to just kind of be one with the rock in the pond or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was then that he heard a noise to his right. Now located. Right next to his grandpa- grandparents' house, the neighbors to the right had a large field, like farmland kind of stuff. And at this point in the season, uh, there weren't any crops growing. And Luke said that uh, it was filled with tall grass at the time of the story. So I don't know if it had even been used for farmland from, for some time. Uh, but it was then that he noticed a figure standing out in the fields. He described it as standing in a scarecrow-like pose with his arms out and a straight body. The figure was roughly six to seven feet tall, wide shoulders. Its clothes were a patchwork of bright colors over brown and black. His hat was pointy and cone-shaped. Its face was almost like that of a jack-o'-lantern with an empty nose hole, but Luke could tell that it was very much somewhat alive. The figure waved and then spoke to him, but the way Luke described it, he didn't hear his voice. It was more like the voice was in his head. He described it kind of like uh, when you hear an echo Reverberating, he heard that like inside his head, and the voice said to him something that may sound a little familiar to the both of you. "Hello, Sam, and we are all colors."
2: <laughs> no <Wow>. way! <laughs> Our boy's wow. back. This He's is back. This is Sam the Sound down Clown Part Two. <laughs> So does this where Thin Lizzy's the boys are back in town starts playing, and they go on like a buddy comedy adventure? Because that sounds this sounds like a great start to a great movie.
0: Oh yeah. So if it's if it's not clear by now, the reason why I wanted both of you on for this is because if I'm, we're going to talk Sam the Sand Down Clown, it has to be the original gang, right? That's right. <laughs> wow.
2: Agreed.
1: Agreed. No, <laughs> how How are we fe- How are we feeling, guys? Sam from Sam from Nova Scotia. Now
2: <laughs> yeah, it's no longer yeah, Sam. That's, down. that's quite a. How did he get there?
0: Well, we'll get we'll we'll get
2: there.
1: We'll get there. I, mean, <laughs> I bet if we could get a better video, we'll see it's now Sam from Miami. Oh, he's God. probably back.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that just sounds like a cocaine dealer. Hey, do you know yeah. Sam from Miami? Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he
1: resurfaces every 20 to 30 years.
0: That's what it's seeming like, because the first one was in what, the 70s, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it could be. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> could be like a uh, a Pennywise type deal. Oh, Only shit. comes out when he's hungry.
0: Clowns do... Oh, because is a clown. Fuck.
2: Alright, yeah, hold on. Alright, we gotta continue the story.
0: <laughs> now... Luke at the time remembered that this sounded more like a question than a statement, like saying, Hey Sam, whatever. Uh, so he replied with quote, my name's Luke, not Sam, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) Sam clarified by pointing to himself and then taking a bow. Uh, I think right here, uh, it's important to point out that at this point in, in his interaction with Sam and just like the two children in the original clown sighting, Luke said he wasn't scared and was very calm during his encounter, stating that he was totally comfortable around clowns because apparently both of his parents did charity work as clowns, which, if I'm being honest, would have had the exact opposite impact on me growing up. It well, might...
2: he comes from a clown family. Listen, he's he's used to stuffing twenty of his relatives in the in the fiat. <laughs> Sam was probably one of them.
0: I just if my parents were clowns, I don't think I'd just be chill with clowns. Yeah. Right? yeah.
2: So weird, yeah. I mean, I'm terrified of clowns to begin with. Mm. I don't think I would have lasted.
0: (laughs) Now, after Sam took his bow, because if Sam is anything, he's an entertainer first and a creepy interdimensional clown being second. And this part of the story confirming that uh, because next he reached into the empty field and opened a door that previously hadn't been there and as far as Luke could tell, wasn't attached to anything. Uh, So... (laughs) Luke was able to see inside the room and saw a green room with some wooden chairs. Sam beckoned Luke to come with him, and just like in the first case with those two idiot children, Luke apparently had no sense of self-preservation, so he got down from the boulder and decided to go with them. Bold choice. <laughs> Jesus,
2: <laughs> don't follow clowns, no, kids. Don't, yeah, don't do it. No, like if if we could put a PSA on this. And I'll keep it quick, Dave. It's, mm-hmm. If you see a clown, don't fool around. <laughs> don't follow that clown into a hole into the ground.
0: <laughs> oh, God, that's a bumper sticker and a half if I ever heard one.
2: Holmes <laughs> by the as I cheers my glass.
0: <laughs> so, of course, he followed Sam through the door and was immediately engulfed in bright light that he described as red and green Christmas lights that were as bright as the sun, and that he had to close his eyes to prevent himself from being blinded. Then, just as suddenly as he entered, the next thing Luke remembers is waking up on his grandparents' couch, and it's now dark outside. Luke called for his parents and rushed in, and when he asked what had happened, they said that they found him asleep in the field only a half hour earlier after trying to call out for him to come back inside, and they were doing this for some time. Now, the story doesn't end there. Luckily, there was a follow-up email that the Cryptomouse podcast got with more details about what had happened during his blackout. Uh, cause I'm sure when he wrote the first email, he cause in the email, it made it sound like he heard the Sam down clown episode and was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I have to let them know that I also saw right. this thing. So it wasn't fully like fleshed out, but also he was five. I mean, how much can you really remember? So here are some more details that came out uh, for starters. After having more time to think and collect his thoughts, Luke remembers that there was more to the first sentence Sam spoke to him. The full sentence was actually, Hello, Sam. We are all colors. Skip the
2: starlight. What? I don't like the starlight line. That actually makes me a lot more terrified. It's not ideal. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, but it could be in reference to
0: like the brightest fuck lights that Luke saw when he entered like the Twilight Zone door
2: into the green room. I also just don't like... Anything that refers to itself as we, I automatically, I'm like, well, this just isn't going to be good. I just think of like the line we are legion. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm meeting the Antichrist. I'm going to die. Well,
0: speaking of the green room and speaking of that phrase. Now, if, I don't know if you recall the original sentence that Sam the Sandown Cloud said to the children.
2: Not off the top of my head.
0: It was, hello, and I am all colors, Sam. So this next part's going to really fuck with you because he remembers the green room. uh, He remembers the lights. He remembers two empty wooden chairs. But further back in the room, there were two more chairs and both were occupied. He couldn't make out the details of the figures in the chair, but he distinctly remembers them both having the same silhouette as Sam. The pointy hat, the long arms and legs, but he described them as basically a black void or being... Obscured in darkness for the most part Kind of like what you would see like in a Dateline Episode where someone's trying to hide their identity From the camera and they're just shrouded in black So not only is yep. there one Sam The Sandown Clown, there are Three Sam the Sandown Clowns So we'll see the third One in the next 20 to 30 years <laughs> Yeah uh, Alright so where, where are we at
2: Guys, how are we feeling so far?
1: Well I think it would have been cool if the two chairs Were occupied by the original two children that would have been awesome. Yo.
2: That's what I was thinking, too. Like, they were aged out. Like, every couple years, they pick up the original ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: That would have been even way more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could have handled that. Let's co- come, Luke, join us.
2: Come play with us, no, Luke, don't.
0: forever
2: Just and ever. With,
1: kind of like The Shining, yeah.
2: Yes. Oh. <laughs> the twins
0: i think you guys i think you guys somehow made this story creepier if that were the case
2: well what makes it like i don't know it it for some reason this one feels a lot more malicious yeah yeah kinda right a little bit yeah like the other one's like a lot more playful this one i seem like
0: yeah because i don't know in in luke's email he even said that uh you know like sam when he first came out to the children he was like he jumped up in the air and was like moonwalking and fucking like he was doing like cool tricks luke didn't get any of that shit he just got sucked into a door
2: yeah luke got lured into a door sam's not playing around yeah was was not playing around it's it's over it's it's done with the formalities it's done with the courtship of human or like human children and for some reason i keep thinking that it's like luke like luke luke like our luke it's not our luke no that's I know it's not all Luke, but Luke Ferry, friend of the show, (laughs) getting abducted by clouds. Now, and as
0: far as for when Luke came to on his grandparents' couch, he said that it didn't feel like that much time had passed. uh, At least not enough time for it to have been, like, to become dark outside. He said that he pretty much blinked while inside the green room, and then bam, he's on the couch. So I think it's safe to say... (laughs) that poor young luke here was either abducted by these interdimensional clowns or something very bad happened in that room but i don't want to be- i don't want to believe that not my boy sam doing something nefarious he's my boy
1: yeah i think it's a time you know abduction time loss
0: it's got to be but he the feeling is that luke did not come away from this experience
2: as happy as those two children in the original story did no of course not of course not i think now he has a phobia not only of clowns but i would say of uh doors (laughs) doors yeah you
1: know that like those those doorways that appear in the wood like regardless of if there's a clown or not i probably wouldn't go in just a yeah no
0: no like not even a little bit it just reminds me of the door from the opening of the original Twilight Zone, and yeah. I don't want to go through that door. That's a bad door.
2: That's not a good door. Like a- any door that's just standing upright on its own, <laughs> there is nothing, you know, there is no structural structure around it. Don't go through it. You are gonna have a bad time.
0: If if you open a door in a field and on the other side of that door is not just the same field,
2: that's a, that's a bad door. <laughs> that's a bad door. That's a bad door. Listen, I am a I am a friend of the doors. Not standalone doors. That's that's a real fake door, if you ask me. (laughs) That door's got some secrets. I
1: wonder if his relationship changed with his parents. Whatever. (laughs) That's what I
0: was (laughs) He just can never look at his parents the same way ever again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Halloween was a nightmare at his house because they would just well we already have the costumes, we'll just be clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Join us, Luke. Be a clown. Join us, Luke. Be a clown. Oh, God. It's in your blood. Do not feel <laughs> I mean, technically, silly string.
0: now it probably is in his blood because he was abducted by three terrifying wooden marionette
2: clowns. All right. To be fair, he was only abducted by one and the other two could have been, it could be like the greys where they're actually just suits and they could have been other suits that Sam, the now Nova Scotia clown was <laughs> cleaning. I don't know. Oh, yeah, or maybe if it's, like, a robot, maybe he can
0: swap his sentience between different shells of robots?
2: Yeah, it's, like, different shells for different, I guess, victims. <laughs> I think
0: it's safe to call them <laughs> victims.
2: Yeah, like, he, he finds the, whichever one he thinks they're going to react to better. Maybe this, maybe Luke would have actually freaked out if it was the original Sam, Sanddown clown. Oh, Because yeah. of the fact that he has family that aren't legitimate clowns.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't. You'd know. have
2: to do something to attract
1: the Canadian child, like maybe smell of maple syrup. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's it just, offered free poutine in a, say, in a just, can of Labats. <laughs> <laughs> here's a Labat and here's some poutine. Get in this fucking door. Yeah, just <laughs> just smells of Molson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously.
0: When you're five years old and something like this happens, there's no way you can tell anyone and have them believe you. Luke probably had to like live with this for some time and probably even questioned it himself. Uh, He went on to say that he never had any more paranormal or extraterrestrial encounters, uh, except for one other instance when he was in his early teens. When he said that between his house and the next street over was a gigantic field. This kid needs to fucking stay away from wide open spaces. (laughs) But (laughs) what are you going to say, Nick? (laughs)
2: No, I mean like he's a fan of urban sprawl now. Yeah. (laughs) He's like (laughs) He has no problems with gentrification because he gets to see open fields just get filled up very quickly.
0: He goes to every city council meeting voting against green spaces for his community. He's like, no. (laughs) Brutalism. Give
1: me
2: brutalism. Give me concrete. One
1: one day he's getting ready for work and he looks in the mirror and there's like some clown makeup on his face, and no matter how hard he rubs it off, he's,
2: <laughs> he's just slowly All it starts transform. to spread. Yeah, uh, it's spreading down his butt. It's like that it's... scene out of a creep show. Exactly. What's his name? Finds the meteorite, but instead of becoming grass, he becomes a clown. Oh, God. I think we just wrote a horror movie. Uh,
0: but anyways, uh, one, one night he and his friends were playing some nighttime hide and seek uh, with the seeker being the one with the flashlight. We all know how to play the game. I'm not going to explain it to you guys. Uh, but Luke said that he found a good hiding spot and some brush near the property line. He got all tucked in waiting to be found. Luke noticed a golf ball sized ball of light moving across the night sky and stopping directly in front of him. It hovered for a bit then grew to the size of a basketball and then fucked right off. Uh, he had asked his friends if they had seen it, but they all said no, except for one, uh, who said who had said he had seen it, but didn't want to talk about it right then and there. So the next day, he had asked his friend, and his friend denied ever seeing it uh, and never spoke of it again. Now, could this have been Sam coming by just to say a quick hello, <laughs> kind of like a "Hey, remember me? Fuck you." Uh, maybe his friend saw something like Sam and was just too scared to say something. Maybe you know, maybe it came, and since he can apparently control time. Maybe that kid experienced something that for the kid was a long amount of time, but for the people around him, it was like an instant thing. I don't know. But anyways, Luke had ended his uh, email by saying that his wife suggested that he undergoes hypnosis and that if he finds out anything more, he'll keep everyone updated. I, I think Sam Sam marked it. So Maybe that
1: he could follow him in the future.
0: Oh, I don't like that either. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, he could just be like up, like getting updates, research. Yeah, maybe, like maybe he's like scanning like a little chip inside of him. I don't know. I guess yeah he's, yeah, he's
0: just he's monitoring his steps. Sam's very organic. It wouldn't be a chip. It'd be more like an
2: acorn shell.
1: And Sam and his two buddies are those three beings walking side by side you saw
2: in Miami yesterday. Oh, maybe. I don't listen. Know. They were at the art district. They were buying some, you know, some Shepard Fairey Supreme artwork. <laughs> have having a blast. I just so drinking so, mimosas on the beach. So this story, <laughs> like I said, it, it was on
0: the Kryptonaut podcast, and that came out like three months ago. And I don't understand how this story isn't more widely known at this point. Like Sam is kind of like a big deal, at least like in the UFO encrypted community. Or at least I thought he was. Maybe it's just me because I love him so fucking much and I try to keep up with it as much as I can. But I'm just wild that if you Google Sam the Sanddown clown, this story is not mentioned anywhere. Which is bonkers to me. If it's three months ago, I wonder yeah.
1: if he's had the hypnosis
2: yet. That would be amazing. He should do. that. I would on... love to know what what's in the hypnosis th- th- uh, session. I he should
0: do that on TikTok Live, right? I haven't something. seen. Oh yeah, I haven't seen any update yet. But obviously, I, we're gonna keep the Sam the Sand Down Clown story rolling as it comes through. But yeah, guys, that is the story of the return of Sam the Sand Down Clown. I'm gonna start with Mark. How you feeling about it?
1: Well, it's nice that he's back, but. Um, <laughs> It sounds like he's getting more sinister, not as you know jovial and playful as he was. Yeah, in England, and uh, so that's cause for worry. Like, what happens on the next?
2: Yeah, I mean, let's face it. also this is also quite some time ago, you know. But this is more recent. This is more recently than
0: the one in the seventies. But then again, we are coming up. If it is like a Pennywise situation, we're
2: coming up on it. It'd be coming up to another encounter. I feel like. Yeah. And this time, listen, he's gonna be a lot hungrier. He he's almost like he's edging himself. <laughs> God damn it. Like each each time he's like, Oh yeah, Sam, this time I'm gonna do it, and he gets like cold feet, you know. So he's he's ready to uh for lack of a better term, uh bust <laughs> bust a move and eat eat some children. Yeah. Uh you know, it, he's he's just an, he's just an edger. It could be like you know, he's just an edger.
0: Well, I mean it could be just like a like kind of like how serial killers, they don't always commit the first murder right away. It always is a series of things that lead up to it. You know, maybe right. he's just working up the nerve. But I hope not. I love Sam so much. I don't want this to be
2: bad. I would be honestly heartbroken if our favorite clown and listen, I'm terrified of clowns. If our favorite clown turned out to be one of the serial killer clowns. Yeah. Like Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Like Wayne Gacy but interdimensional. Like Zagnar <laughs> from Mars is John Wayne Gacy, but he comes to Earth to do his crimes. Yeah. Like, and so it's this guy, it looks like in his
1: mid 30s now, and that was five. So that's like 30 years ago. Yeah. Which would be like 30 years to the 70s. So we're probably coming up on a new, new appearance
2: of Sam. Yeah. I mean, I think we're any day now.
0: I hope it's me. But no, he seems to favor children. I don't, I don't think he'd go right. to a 36 year old man and be like, Hey, do you want to come into my secret door?
2: Come check out this door in this field. It, but all, in our luck, it would be come check out the store in Kensington and then you would die from other things. Yeah. Immediately get stabbed. I'm not
1: trying. Like, like maybe the next year or two. What if Sam shows up at Squawk Fest and then you can have him as a guest and Nick mm. and me
0: also. That'd be awesome. I just feel like so he already hit England, he already hit Canada. I feel like the next one would have to be Australia because I, it seems like he's only going places where the Queen is on their money. Yeah, <laughs> that's they did, valid.
1: They did take over half the world, so okay.
0: exactly. But but the, but the Queen is still on the money in those three. I don't think they're, she's on the money in any, anywhere else, is she?
1: Oh, you know what? I just so in October, my wife and I we went to uh, Belize. Mm-hmm. and I believe she's still on the, the money there, but they said they're changing it next year. So that could be a trigger for Sam to show up. Yeah, he could just get
2: a one last hurrah. Yeah. Yeah. Shit.
0: Well, I think we cracked the code. So we just got to keep an eye on countries that Britain once occupied. That's going to be easy, right? <laughs> we need to keep an eye on Belize. <laughs> There's it
1: down to like 50.
0: Yeah, at, yeah. Least, at least 50. I think, yeah, that's fine. I'll take the first... 15 you know we'll we'll divide it evenly we will each get our own quadrant to <laughs> just keep track over to make sure there's no s- clown sightings popping up that'd be awesome yeah right. we'll figure it out
1: open, open invitation to sam to be a ghost Crypt- <laughs> <a> party
0: <laughs> uh, all right guys well i appreciate you guys coming on this was a lot of fun as always uh mark before we leave do you want to you got anything you want to plug website anything like that
1: uh, well, yeah, I've got uh, myths And so there you can find um, all my books, any events, which right now there are none. I tried to get in as a vendor on a, on a, there's a, a beer festival in Arkansas. Ooh. And it's kind of like uh, they have a Yeti as the logo. And okay. so I was like, well, that's cool. Um, but I didn't get selected. I don't have that one, but I'm I'm thinking of going to uh, maybe Squawk Fest this.
0: Yeah, Squawkapalooza was a lot of fun. Definitely try and get there. Squawkapalooza. I had I had a really good time there. Uh, all right, Nick, you got anything you want to fucking say?
2: No, no. But thanks for having <laughs> me on. <laughs> I don't have anything cool coming up. I'm just working on watches. <laughs> what about these timepieces? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I own a I own a watch company. Uh, we're currently in the process of doing a a bunch of new YouTube content Uh, we just filmed a great video about Stephen Hawking and his uh, what he he actually has watches made for him we all know what he likes to watch but he actually had a few watches made for him that are very very cool uh, and took like pieces of his uh, like people pieces of his like one of his research papers and took pieces of his desk and made dials out of it It it, it's a pretty cool stuff I'm actually pretty excited no jokes and
0: Honestly, thought you were gonna say pieces of his chair,
2: and <laughs> I, I did say that to Mike last night when we were filming, and we we had a good laugh. <laughs> I thought
0: you were gonna say he, you, they made watches out of pieces of his chair. I was like, yo, I kind of want one of those watches. I
1: mean, what about a what about a cryptic cocktail watch?
0: Ooh, that be cool. Maybe with a
1: with a mixture of like Bigfoot hair and maybe <laughs> maybe maybe some of
0: Chupacabra be-
2: Yeah, or David's beard. I was thinking the in. same thing. You know what? I think we could. Uh, I think we could do that, Dave. Let's uh, let's let's have a little hey, chat. We'll, we'll figure. Hey, you
1: can sell on. The, on the, oh, and, and also, David, congratulations on the Patreon and the YouTube. Oh,
0: yeah, thank you. the YouTube's not really taken off. Uh, I, I I need to actually make videos. <laughs> I feel like static images with audio on it is not what people <laughs> want to see. But I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Mark. Although I, I did, I did start that Patreon and then immediately got COVID and have not been able to like really do anything for it yet, but I'm going to start working on that this month. Making I am sure a that, member. I know. I appreciate that very much. I, that's, I'm pretty sure I shouted you out on the first episode. You, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Thank you so much. And Nick, thank you so much. Uh, if you guys want to follow Cryptic Cocktail Party, uh, do that on Instagram at Cryptic Cocktail, TikTok at Crypto Cocktail Party. As Mark said, we do have a Patreon I promise I won't neglect it anymore. I am feeling so much better now. I'm just tired. Uh, So there'll be great content there. It's only $5 a month, one tier. You get everything that I put on there. Um, And I think that is it. With that, do you guys want to say goodbye? Adios.
1: Thank you for having me again. I'd love it. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and listen to these great stories.